That is uh, Sam Smith, a brand new offering from him. And in fact, this is exactly what it's meant to be, self-affirmation on his part. Uh, Talking to Rolling Stone magazine, uh, saying that he spent some time introspecting and learning to love himself more. Uh, That is our big, fat, juicy for this morning. We're kicking off the show in a beautiful, uh, smooth way. Remember that you can also uh, request your big, fat, juicies by being in contact with us via our WhatsApp line or, of course, our SMS line on 41391 and SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. On the line now, we have uh, Peter Francis, who's the media and PR executive for the Commonwealth War Graves Commission. Good morning to you, Peter. I'm told you're coming to me live from the UK. I am indeed. Good morning, Bridget. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Can't complain at all. I mean, I could use a little bit of sleep, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't we all? Couldn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So a lot of us uh, obviously are familiar with the terminology of the Commonwealth in terms of geopolitics, etc. But I was not aware that there was a, an organization that was called the Commonwealth War Graves Commission. Tell me a little bit more about what you guys do and sort of a brief history uh, of, of uh, this particular wing of the Commonwealth. Yeah, so we were founded during the First World War, actually by a man who spent a lot of his formative years in South Africa working at education departments. His name was Fabian Ware. And mm. when he went to the First World War in France, he was shocked that there was no system in place to remember the soldiers that were being killed. Mm. So really completely off his own bat, he decided to create this organization. Um, it was designed to be uh, a kind of a commemorative body. So we are, we keep alive the names and the memories, but also care for the, the physical places of remembrance for these individuals. So we look after 1.7 million um, war dead from the two world wars, mm. and we care for their graves and memorials at a staggering 23,000 locations in 153 countries. So we're also probably one of the world's largest gardening organisations. So we mow (laughs) the equivalent of about a 1,000 football pitches every single week. um, But at the heart of it is remembrance. And South Africa is one of our founding member governments, which is something we're very proud of. Oh, wow. Very interesting indeed. So in terms of commemorating, you know, the folks that were uh, part of uh, both the First and the Second World Wars, um, how, how do you go about consolidating that kind of uh, institutional, um, I guess, institutional memory and institutional archive? That's a really good question. I mean, one of the great things about the commission was that we decided really from day one that everybody should be treated equally in death, Mm. Um, which when you think this was, what, 1918, 1920, um, and there was all that inequality, was quite a far-sighted ideal. So what we do is I think we like to recall ourselves maintaining the very fabric on which remembrance is, is focused. So nobody tends to remember the wars that took place before the First World War. Mm. And that's because there's nothing for us to visit. Mm. But we look after the cemeteries, we look after the memorials, we keep the records, they're all freely available on our website. So particularly with young people, they can reconnect with those stories of our heroes by just looking at their names and seeing a little bit more about what they did and then trying to understand the impact that their deaths still sometimes have on our societies and our communities. Mm. Mm. That's the really powerful thing that we try to do. We're very much a a human organisation that tries to reconnect people with that history, which really changed the world in which we live. And we're still living in the consequences, of course, 
of those two world wars. Oh, absolutely. It is uh, Peter Francis joining us on the line from the Commonwealth War Graves Commission. And uh, Peter, I I know that uh, this week there was an event held uh, on the next phase of of the Commonwealth uh, War Graves Commission launching the uh, Cape Town Memorial Architectural Competition. Yes, indeed. We were really excited by this. So although the war has finished a long time ago, we're still finding the names of people that were were missed for some reason. Mm. Uh, We're still building new memorials. And this is the really first tangible step in realising this dream to commemorate 1,600 um, black South Africans who haven't been commemorated before. They were Mm. forgotten for almost 100 years. Mm. Um, Their service, their sacrifice, their contribution to South Africa's history has been overlooked. Mm. And this memorial is an important step in in redressing that wrong, um, in recognising that and giving people a place to remember these individuals properly by their name. Oh, wow. Very interesting. I mean, as we're talking, I can't now remember the specifics. I'm remembering a conversation that I had a couple of years ago with a young South African uh, visual artist, uh, Teresa Kutala, who is of Portuguese descent, black, and her she had done a documentary series around her father and her uncles, who were both descendants of men who had actually fought in the World War. They were part of the Black Battalion that fought in one of the World Wars, and they had been forgotten and discarded to some rural parts of uh, Northwest, um, you know, never to be recognized, remembered, or anything of the sort. Um, And she did this incredible documentary about that particular, what spawned from their life was a a community of, of Portuguese descendants who all found themselves there, who all participated in uh, a, a war at some point or another. It was quite fascinating. My mind will become clearer as the, the show goes on, but I remember <laughs> being quite fascinated and thinking, what a hidden heritage and a hidden you know, uh, history that no one really knows about. Um, how important is it for, for, for us, Peter, to remember whether it's the likes of Teresa and, and her dad or even you know other soldiers who've partaken partook in in world wars and other battles uh you know through through history and time because i feel as if we don't really have a good sense we don't really have as you said a good sense of the contribution the sacrifice and how to honor these people i think it's absolutely vital i mean we many of us many of your listeners i'm sure have heard of the south african native labor corps Mm. they've heard of the ss mendy um and yet the men that will be commemorated by this africa actually served in Africa. Mm. And I find it sometimes difficult when I'm speaking to young people and actually say to them, well, look, the clue is in the title. These were world wars. Um, the very first shots of the First World War were fired in Africa. Mm. The very last shots of the First World War were fired in Africa. And these men quite literally bore the weight of that war on their shoulders. They weren't allowed to be combatant troops. They were they were allowed to be kind of carriers and porters, but they, they were absolutely vital. And their experience I think tells us so much about the individuals themselves, mm. um, but it tells us a little bit about ourselves and our society, where we want to be. And I think it's important that we we show that the the two world wars affected everybody. It was a truly global experience. And then by understanding that, hopefully, it will bring us together, and these things would never happen again. Absolutely. Now, in terms of the architectural competition, how do the mechanics of all of that work? And and is there an opportunity there for young South Africans to get involved somehow by way of entry? 
Yep, so the, the competition, as you said, opened uh, this week mm. and the registration closes at the beginning of June. We will then have about a month to kind of evaluate the responses and hopefully we will announce the winner at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that winning design will go on display and we'll actually hope to build the memorial next year. But all of the information is contained on our competition website, which mm. Uh, CWGC Memorial Competition, all one word, uh, .co.za, and mm. anyone could go on there, and if they're eligible, they can register and submit a submit a design. Awesome stuff, Peter. Thank you so much for uh, touching base with us uh, this morning. Much appreciated. Uh, that was uh, Peter Francis with the Commonwealth War Graves Commission coming uh, through from the UK. It's just gone twenty past seven on Jet Set Breakfast.